Let's go over some of the big news from the weekend right now on Fantasy Football Today in 5. What's going on, everybody? I know it's fantasy baseball season. You're going to hear from Chris Towers now. Make sure you're listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. But this is FFT in 5. Follow us and stream us on Spotify, wherever else podcasts are found. All right, I'm Adam Azer. Here's Chris Towers. Three big signings. Kenny Galladay to the Giants. Chris Carson back to Seattle. And Philip Lindsay to the Texans, which is probably just more annoying than anything uh, from a fantasy standpoint. But let's talk about Galladay. Dave and I did about 15 minutes on this earlier today or earlier on Sunday. What are your thoughts on Kenny Galladay going to the Giants? Well, the obvious comparison is to Stephon Diggs going to the Bills. It's a team with an up-and-coming uh, I think you can charitably, de- charitably describe them as Work in progress quarterbacks uh, going out and adding a legitimate number one wide receiver. Uh, in this case, I think Kenny Galladay is not as talented as Stefan Diggs. And sorry, Adam, I, I don't think Daniel Jones is as good as Josh Allen, but I do think this will make the offense better as a whole. I, I think that sort of goes without saying, but you know, this is a team that was relying too much on Evan Ingram, was relying too much on Golden Tate last season. You know, I love Golden Tate, but he's past his prime at this point. Uh, Kenny Galladay should get treated like the legitimate number one wide receiver. But, you know, if you've got visions of Stefan Diggs dancing in your head, I would say uh, Kenny Galladay is not nearly the same type of complete receiver as Diggs. So I would think, you know, we'll see like 125, 130 targets for Kenny Galladay. My, my projection for him actually didn't change that much with him signing with New York. Is he a top 20 guy for you? He's not. I expect I will be lower on Kenny Galladay in the consensus. Uh, he is number 25 for me, just behind Will Fuller and actually just ahead of Curtis Samuel. So that's kind of interesting. Okay. So how about we go to Chris Car? Yeah, that is very interesting, by the way. Chris Carson, back to Seattle. I love it. I mean, three years, and Carlos Hyde is, is now on Jacksonville. Three years, $24.6 million. It's really a two-year deal worth about $10.4 million, but... I'm I'm happy. Uh, you know he's been really a solid high and number two running back with Seattle. Personally, Chris, I don't see a reason why he can't be that again. What do you think? I've got him ranked as a number one hey. running back, number twelve to be exact. Okay. Um, and yeah, I think the thing you like about it is one, it we may not like it for everyone else in the offense, but it sure seems like Seattle's going to be go back to being more run heavy. Uh, you know, it seems like that was part of where Pete Carroll and Brian Schottenheimer uh, butted heads a little bit. Apparently Pete Carroll wants to run the ball more. He said that kind of explicitly and Carson, you know, when he's healthy, he was between 18 and 19, 18 carries per game, basically. And uh, he's also a pretty decent pass catcher. I would expect we're going to see, I'm not going to project 18 carries per game, but maybe 15. Uh, and, you know, I, I think he can get to a thousand rushing yards. I think he can get to 40 receptions and, you know, maybe eight to 10 touchdowns. He is, um, you know, number 12 in both PPR and non PPR. So there's no format bias there for him. I, I think this is very good news for him to return to Seattle. Is he, I mean, I'm assuming the answer is yes here, but it wouldn't have been the case a week ago. Is he ahead of uh, Josh Jacobs? Yes. Yeah. Josh Jacobs is one of the big losers for free agency for me. He dropped to RB 23. Oh, my goodness. PBR. Oh, that is wild, bro. <laughs> That's so, 23. Uh, I, Look, and the thing is, I've got him projected for 1,100 rushing yards and nine touchdowns. It's just the lack of the passing game role. And I think that's where Kenyon Drake's going to make more of an impact uh, in Oakland. So, yeah, I I mean, look, the gap between uh, number 11 and number 23 is like 30 points total for the season. So 
you know, you're talking about maybe three touchdowns one way or the other could cause a guy to jump 10 spots, but yeah, I'm, I'm higher on Chris Carson than Josh Jacobs. Now All right, real quick, where did you put David Johnson after the Philip Lindsay signing? Oh gosh. I, I don't even know if I want to think about that anymore. I've got him RB 28 actually, which feels high. Um, but yeah, I don't think that's going to be a situation that I want any part of. Like if, if I get David Johnson as a, a bench piece RB four kind of guy who I, I stick in there every once in a while, that's fine. But you know, what makes this so tough is Lindsay's not a good pass catcher and uh, you know, Johnson's not a particularly good runner at this point in his career, but I don't think Johnson's going to give up, you know, the majority of the carries to Lindsay. So it's just going to be kind of a mess in what will probably be a pretty bad offense. Well, if Deshaun Watson's not there, it will definitely be a bad offense. All right, that's it for Fantasy Football Today in 5. Much more on these signings, plus Juju and a lot more. Yeah, everything. Prashad Perryman, Kyle Rudolph, these kind of little signings that are going to have, going to have some fantasy impact as well. On our full-length edition of Fantasy Football Today, check that one out. Follow it and stream it on Spotify. For Chris Towers, I'm Adam Azer. We will talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.